Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. You need to see yourself as a steward, not an owner of the money that you have. Once you understand that it isn't your money, it's His money, and then He just blesses us and our finances improved. God really blessed our finances. You can trust God with your money. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Monday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today is the beginning of my fourth week teaching on financial stewardship. I've got a lot of teaching on this. I've got this book. I've got CDs, DVDs, and we also have study guides that are in English and Spanish which is the same material, it's just reformatted so you can do a Bible study and lead a Bible study with it. And I tell you, I've been covering some powerful things. I wish I had time to go back. You know, I know that there's people that just watch one program and you, you don't get this in its context, but I've spent three weeks trying to emphasize stewardship, and that's basically talking about a non-selfish attitude towards money. It's not your money. YOU ARE JUST A STEWARD OF WHAT GOD HAS GIVEN YOU, AND YOU USE THAT MONEY FIRST AND FOREMOST TO ADVANCE THE KINGDOM OF GOD. YOU SEEK FIRST THE KINGDOM OF GOD AND HIS RIGHTEOUSNESS, AND THEN ALL OF YOUR NEEDS, YOUR HOUSE, YOUR CAR, YOUR FOOD, YOUR CLOTHES, EVERYTHING THAT YOU NEED COMES AS A BYPRODUCT OF, NOT THE GOAL OF PROSPERITY. AGAIN, I KNOW THAT MANY OF YOU HAVEN'T GOT THE uh, CONTEXT OF ALL OF THIS, BUT THAT IS SO IMPORTANT THAT YOU UNDERSTAND ALL OF THAT. AND THEN THE LAST uh, FEW DAYS OF LAST WEEK, I WAS DEALING OUT OF 1 TIMOTHY CHAPTER 6 AND READING THESE VERSES THAT ARE OFTEN USED TO TEACH AGAINST PROSPERITY. LET ME JUST GO BACK THROUGH SOME OF THESE. IN THE LAST PART OF THE FIFTH VERSE, 1 TIMOTHY 6, 5, IT TALKS ABOUT PEOPLE WHO SUPPOSE THAT GAIN IS GODLINESS FROM SUCH WITHDRAW THYSELF. PEOPLE WILL USE THAT TO TEACH AGAINST PROSPERITY. THIS ISN'T TEACHING AGAINST PROSPERITY. IT'S TEACHING AGAINST USING PROSPERITY FOR SELFISH PURPOSES AND JUST THINKING THAT, MAN, I'M GOING TO BELIEVE GOD AND TRUST GOD SO THAT I CAN HAVE ALL OF THIS STUFF. THEY THINK THAT IT'S GODLY JUST TO, YOU KNOW, PILE UP AS MUCH AS THEY CAN. I USED LUKE CHAPTER 12 TO COUNTER THAT. IN VERSE 6 IT SAYS, BUT GODLINESS WITH CONTENTMENT IS GREAT GAIN. THE LORD WANTS YOU TO HAVE YOUR NEEDS PROVIDED AND BE CONTENT IN THIS LIFE. HE DOESN'T WANT YOU TO be CONSTANTLY BE WITHOUT, BUT YOU'VE GOT TO DO IT THROUGH GODLINESS, NOT THROUGH UNGODLINESS. THERE ARE PEOPLE WHO PROSPER IN UNGODLY WAYS. WE USE PROVERBS 10, 22 ON THAT. IN VERSE 7 IT SAYS, FOR WE BROUGHT NOTHING INTO THIS WORLD, AND IT IS CERTAIN WE CAN CARRY NOTHING OUT. AND HAVING FOOD AND RAIMENT, LET US BE THEREWITH CONTENT. AGAIN, THESE VERSES ARE OFTEN USED TO SAY THAT YOU'RE JUST SUPPOSED TO BE CONTENT WITH BARELY GETTING BY. THE LORD WON'T SUPPLY YOUR WANTS. HE'LL ONLY SUPPLY YOUR NEED ACCORDING TO HIS RICHES IN GLORY, PHILIPPIANS 4:19. THAT'S NOT WHAT THIS IS SAYING. GOD DOESN'T MIND. YOU GO BACK TO GODLY EXAMPLES. ABRAHAM WAS FILTHY, STINKING, DIRTY, RICH. OF COURSE, SOLOMON WAS THE RICHEST MAN THAT HAS EVER OR WILL EVER LIVE, IF YOU READ THE ACCOUNT IN FIRST CHRONICLES. Uh, AND DAVID, DAVID GAVE OUT OF HIS OWN PERSONAL ACCOUNT THE EQUIVALENT OF BILLIONS OF DOLLARS OF GOLD, SILVER, PRECIOUS STONES TOWARDS THE BUILDING OF THE TEMPLE. AND YOU JUST GO THROUGH, AND THERE'S MANY, MANY GODLY PEOPLE WHO WERE RICH. 
THIS IS NOT SAYING THAT YOU CAN'T HAVE MONEY. IT'S JUST SAYING THAT MONEY SHOULDN'T HAVE YOU. YOU KNOW, I'VE ALREADY TAUGHT ON THIS, BUT IF YOU GO OVER TO MARK CHAPTER 10, JESUS SAID, HOW HARD IS IT FOR THOSE WHO TRUST IN RICHES TO ENTER INTO THE KINGDOM OF GOD? HE DIDN'T SAY IT'S HARD FOR THOSE THAT HAVE RICHES. NO, THE WHOLE THRUST WAS YOU CAN'T TRUST IN YOUR RICHES. YOUR TRUST NEEDS TO BE IN GOD. AND HOW DO YOU KNOW IF YOUR TRUST IS IN YOUR WEALTH AND IN THE ASSETS THAT YOU HAVE OR IF YOUR TRUST IS IN GOD? IT'S EASY TO SAY, OH, I'M TRUSTING IN GOD. BUT DID YOU KNOW WHAT? YOU CAN PROVE WHERE YOUR TRUST REALLY IS BY HOW YOU uh, MANAGE YOUR MONEY, WHETHER YOU ARE A STEWARD, WHETHER YOU GIVE. YOU KNOW, BEING A STEWARD MEANS THAT YOU'RE MANAGING THE AFFAIRS OF ANOTHER PERSON, THE FINANCES OF ANOTHER PERSON. IF YOU TRULY SEE GOD AS YOUR SOURCE, WELL, THEN WHAT DOES GOD TELL YOU TO DO WITH YOUR GIVING? HE SAYS, BRING ALL THE tithes INTO THE STOREHOUSE, MALACHI CHAPTER 3, VERSE 10. I'M GOING TO BE TEACHING ON THAT MORE IN THE NEXT SESSION AS WE GO THROUGH AND TALK ABOUT THE TITHE AND HOW IT RELATES TO US TODAY. BUT GOD TELLS YOU TO GIVE. AND SO IF YOU AREN'T GIVING, IF YOU ONLY GIVE WHEN YOU HAVE EXTRA, AFTER ALL OF YOUR WANTS AND NEEDS ARE TAKEN CARE OF, AND YOU ONLY GIVE TO GOD WHAT'S LEFT OVER, YOU CAN SAY WHAT YOU WANT TO, BUT YOU ARE NOT A STEWARD. YOU ARE NOT MANAGING YOUR AFFAIRS THE WAY THAT GOD TOLD YOU TO DO IT. SO YOU ARE USING, YOU ARE TRUSTING IN YOUR RICHES MORE THAN YOU'RE TRUSTING IN GOD. YOU AREN'T FOLLOWING THE INSTRUCTIONS OF THE PERSON WHO IS SUPPOSED TO BE YOUR LORD AND MASTER. AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S SOME PEOPLE SAYING, WELL, MAN, THAT'S TIGHT, BUT IT'S RIGHT. AND IT'S JUST THE WAY THAT IT IS. YOU CAN SAY, OH, I'M TRUSTING GOD, BUT I CAN LOOK AT YOUR GIVING AND TELL WHETHER YOU'RE TRUSTING GOD OR WHETHER YOU'RE TRUSTING IN YOUR FINANCES. SO IT SAYS IN VERSE 9, BUT THEY THAT WILL BE RICH FALL INTO TEMPTATION AND A SNARE AND INTO MANY FOOLISH AND HURTFUL LUST WHICH DROWN MEN IN DESTRUCTION AND PERDITION. I DON'T DENY THAT WHEN YOU BEGIN TO START HAVING A LOT OF MONEY FLOW THROUGH YOUR HANDS, DID YOU KNOW THAT THERE IS TEMPTATION THAT GOES WITH IT? THE TEMPTATION IS, IS TO THINK, I DON'T NEED GOD ANYMORE that I've got everything. I can do it on my own. You know, in my life and in my ministry, back when we were very small, God was telling me to go on radio, to go on television, to do things that, man, there was just no way. There was no way I could do this. I did not have the finances to be able to do it, and so I had to trust in God. BUT NOW WE'VE STARTED HAVING FINANCES FLOWING. REALLY, I'M STILL IN A SITUATION WHERE MY VISION IS BIGGER THAN MY PROVISION AT THE MOMENT. AND SO I'M STILL TRUSTING GOD, BUT I'M SAYING THAT I HAVE ENOUGH FINANCES FLOWING THROUGH MY HANDS NOW THAT, YOU KNOW WHAT, THERE'S A LOT OF THINGS I COULD DO OUT OF MY OWN SELF, OUT OF MY FLESH, AND NOT OUT OF GOD. AND THE TEMPTATION WHEN YOU BEGIN TO START HAVING MONEY FLOW THROUGH IS THAT YOU DON'T WAIT ON GOD AND YOU DON'T SEEK GOD. YOU JUST GO OUT AND DO THINGS ON YOUR OWN. AND MAN, that, THERE IS A WAY THAT SEEMS RIGHT UNTO A MAN, BUT THE END THEREOF ARE THE WAYS OF DEATH. YOU AREN'T GOING TO PROSPER WHEN YOU START DOING THINGS ON YOUR OWN. SO AS YOU PROSPER, THERE IS TEMPTATION THAT GOES WITH IT THAT YOU DON'T BECOME, THAT YOU DON'T STAY GOD-DEPENDENT. AND THAT IS A TEMPTATION. BUT THAT DOESN'T MEAN THAT YOU SHOULDN'T PROSPER. IT JUST MEANS THAT YOU HAVE TO GUARD YOUR HEART AGAINST THIS AND YOU HAVE TO, ON PURPOSE, RECOGNIZE GOD AS YOUR SOURCE. AND ONE OF THE WAYS THAT YOU KEEP YOUR HEART PURE IN THIS IS THAT AS YOUR FINANCES INCREASE, YOUR GIVING NEEDS TO INCREASE. YOU KNOW, THERE ARE SOME OF YOU WATCHING THIS THAT YOU COULD GIVE $1,000 OR YOU COULD GIVE $10,000 AND YOU WOULDN'T MISS IT. YOU'VE GOT ENOUGH RESOURCES 
THAT YOU COULD GIVE, AND IT'S NOT REALLY ANY SACRIFICE FOR YOU. IF YOU ARE THAT PROSPEROUS, THEN I SUGGEST TO YOU THAT, YOU KNOW WHAT, YOU NEED TO INCREASE YOUR GIVING TO THE POINT THAT, GOD, I'M GIVING SO MUCH THAT I HONESTLY NEED YOU, YOUR PROSPERITY, TO CONTINUE IN MY LIFE BECAUSE IF YOU DON'T COME THROUGH, I'M GOING TO BE WITHOUT. I'M GOING TO MISS OUT ON SOMETHING. DON'T JUST GIVE WHAT YOU CAN AFFORD TO DO WITHOUT, AND IF THE WORD DOESN'T WORK, YOU'LL MAKE IT ANYWAY. YOU NEED TO CONSTANTLY KEEP YOURSELF IN A PLACE OF DEPENDENCY UPON GOD, AND ONE OF THE WAYS YOU DO THAT IS TO INCREASE YOUR GIVING. DON'T JUST GIVE WHAT YOU CAN AFFORD TO GIVE. YOU NEED TO GIVE ABOVE AND BEYOND THAT. AND SO IT SAYS HERE IN VERSE 10, IT SAYS, FOR THE LOVE OF MONEY IS THE ROOT OF ALL EVIL, WHICH WHILE SOME COVETED AFTER, THEY HAVE ERRED FROM THE FAITH AND PIERCED THEMSELVES THROUGH WITH MANY SORROWS. BOY, THIS VERSE HAS BEEN USED SO MANY TIMES TO SAY THAT MONEY IS EVIL. YOU SHOULDN'T LOVE MONEY AND YOU SHOULDN'T HAVE MONEY. WELL, IF YOU REALLY BELIEVE THAT, JUST SEND ALL OF YOUR MONEY TO ME AND GET RID OF THIS STUFF SO THAT YOU WON'T HAVE THIS TEMPTATION. THAT'S FOOLISH. THAT'S NOT WHAT THIS IS SAYING. MONEY ISN'T EVIL. MONEY IS AMORAL. IT'S NOT IMMORAL. IT'S NOT MORAL. IT'S AMORAL. IT HAS NO MORALITY WHATSOEVER. I COULD TAKE A HUNDRED DOLLAR BILLS, A HUNDRED DOLLAR BILL, AND IF A PERSON WAS STANDING THERE, I COULD USE THAT HUNDRED DOLLAR BILL TO BRIBE THEM TO DO SOMETHING THAT IS AGAINST THEIR CONSCIENCE, OR I COULD USE THAT HUNDRED DOLLAR BILL AND SAY THAT GOD LOVES YOU AND JUST WANTS YOU TO KNOW HOW MUCH HE LOVES YOU, AND SO I GIVE HIM A HUNDRED DOLLAR BILL. THAT SAME HUNDRED DOLLAR BILL COULD BE A BLESSING OR A CURSE. MONEY IS NOT GOOD OR BAD. IT'S THE LOVE OF MONEY THAT IS THE ROOT OF ALL EVIL. MAN, THAT IS A POWERFUL STATEMENT. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? PEOPLE WHO LOVE MONEY ARE PEOPLE WHO ARE NOT COMMITTED, uh, SYSTEMATIC, DELIBERATE GIVERS. I KNOW THAT THIS MAY OFFEND SOME PEOPLE, BUT I'M JUST TELLING YOU THAT IF YOU ARE SAYING, WELL, I WANT TO GIVE, BUT I NEED ALL OF THIS. I'VE I've GOT ALL OF THESE REQUIREMENTS. I JUST DON'T HAVE ANYTHING TO GIVE. THAT'S NOT TRUE. YOU'VE GOT MONEY TO GIVE. IT'S NOT THAT YOU DON'T HAVE MONEY TO GIVE. IT'S THE WAY YOU'RE ALLOCATING IT. MOST PEOPLE PUSH THEMSELVES TO THE LIMIT. YOU you KNOW, WE HAD A PERSON COME TO OUR BIBLE COLLEGE, AND THEY HEARD ME GIVE A TESTIMONY ABOUT HOW MY HOUSE WAS DEBT-FREE. THEY HEARD ME GIVE A TESTIMONY ABOUT HOW PEOPLE HAD GIVEN ME A CAR. AND WHAT THEY DON'T UNDERSTAND IS THAT DIDN'T HAPPEN AT THE VERY FIRST. I PLANTED SEEDS, AND THEN GOD PROSPERED ME. AND AS THOSE, AS THAT HARVEST CAME IN, I PLANTED SEEDS. AND OVER A PERIOD OF TIME, I'VE SEEN, I'VE SEEN MYSELF BECOME DEBT-FREE. I'VE SEEN GOD BLESS ME WITH CARS THAT HAVE BEEN GIVEN TO ME AND THINGS THAT ARE GIVEN TO ME. AND SO ANYWAY, THIS PERSON CAME INTO SCHOOL AND HEARING ALL THAT, AND THEY SAID, WELL, GOD LOVES ME AS MUCH AS HE LOVES ANDREW, WHICH IS ABSOLUTELY TRUE. AND SO THEY WENT OUT, AND I, THIS HAS BEEN 20-SOMETHING YEARS AGO, AND THEY OBLIGATED THEMSELVES TO A RENT. THEY RENTED A HOUSE THAT WAS LIKE $5,000 A MONTH. NOW, THIS HAS BEEN PROBABLY 15 OR 20 YEARS AGO. IT WOULD BE MUCH MORE THAN THAT NOW. BUT AT THAT TIME, YOU PROBABLY COULD HAVE GOTTEN A HOUSE THAT WOULD HAVE MEANT THEIR NEEDS FOR MAYBE $700 A MONTH. THIS WAS YOU KNOW, SEVEN TIMES ARE MORE EXPENSIVE THAN WHAT THEIR NEEDS WERE. BUT THEY JUST WENT OUT AND DID THIS, AND THEN ALL OF A SUDDEN THEY GOT INTO FINANCIAL TROUBLE AND THEY DIDN'T HAVE ANY MONEY LEFT OVER, AND THEY SAID, WE WANT TO GIVE, BUT WE JUST CAN'T GET. IT WAS BECAUSE THEY WERE LIVING WAY BEYOND THEIR MEANS. THEIR INCOME DIDN'T MATCH THEIR EXPENSES. 
AND SO MANY PEOPLE WHEN THEY SAY, I WANT TO GIVE, BUT I JUST, I JUST CAN'T DO IT. IT'S BECAUSE YOU ARE DRIVING A BRAND NEW CAR THAT'S A fifty, sixty thousand dollars CAR THAT YOU ARE IN DEBT UP INTO YOUR EYEBALLS. YOU ARE LIVING IN A HOUSE THAT IS WAY BEYOND THEIR MEANS AND STUFF. AND THEN THEY SAY, I JUST DON'T HAVE ANY MONEY. NO, YOU GOT A LOT OF MONEY. IT'S JUST THAT YOU ARE USING IT ALL ON THESE OTHER THINGS. AGAIN, GOD DOESN'T MIND YOU HAVING NICE HOUSES AND NICE CARS, BUT YOU NEED TO PUT FIRST THE KINGDOM OF GOD. THIS IS WHAT IT'S TALKING ABOUT. WHEN YOU ARE SAYING, I, I CAN'T GIVE, I JUST NEED ALL OF THIS MONEY, WHAT YOU ARE DOING, YOU HAVE LOVED MONEY. YOU HAVE LOVED YOURSELF. YOU ARE SPENDING ALL OF THIS MONEY ON YOURSELF. I GUARANTEE YOU, THERE, there ARE MANY PEOPLE, NOT EVERYBODY, BUT MANY PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM WHO YOUR LIFE WOULD BE MUCH BETTER IF YOU JUST TOOK A STEP BACK IN YOUR LIFESTYLE. AND INSTEAD OF WANTING EVERYTHING RIGHT NOW, LIVE AT A LESSER LEVEL, LESSER EXPENSES PER MONTH, AND START GIVING AND SOWING AND SAVING. IF YOU WOULD CUT BACK SO THAT YOU WEREN'T RIGHT AT THE BRINK EVERY SINGLE MONTH AND YOU LIVED AT A LESSER EXPENSE SO THAT YOU COULD GIVE AND SAVE, WELL, THEN IN A BRIEF PERIOD OF TIME, YOU WOULD BE ABLE TO STEP BACK UP. YOU WOULD BE ABLE TO HAVE ALL OF YOUR NEEDS MET. BUT THE TRUTH IS, MOST PEOPLE JUST LOVE WHAT MONEY CAN DO FOR THEM, AND THAT'S THE REASON THAT THEY DON'T HAVE TO BE ABLE TO SOW. THE LOVE OF MONEY, NOT MONEY, BUT THE LOVE OF MONEY, WHERE YOU ARE LOVING WHAT IT CAN DO FOR YOU AND STUFF, THAT IS THE ROOT OF ALL EVIL. YOU NEED TO LOOK AT MONEY AS A TOOL THAT ENABLES YOU TO DO THINGS. AND YOU ARE MORE EXCITED ABOUT WHAT YOU CAN DO WITH THAT MONEY, HOW YOU CAN BLESS OTHER PEOPLE THAN YOU ARE ABOUT JUST ACCUMULATING THINGS FOR YOURSELF. AND I KNOW THAT WHAT I'M SAYING IS OFFENSIVE TO A LOT OF PEOPLE BECAUSE OUR AMERICAN SOCIETY, IT'S ALL ABOUT GETTING AS MUCH AS YOU POSSIBLY CAN, CANNING ALL YOU GET, AND THEN SITTING ON YOUR CAN, AND THAT'S THE AMERICAN DREAM. BUT I'M SAYING FROM A BIBLICAL PERSPECTIVE, THAT IS PUTTING YOURSELF AHEAD OF OTHERS. YOU NEED TO, you need to USE MONEY FIRST AND FOREMOST TO ADVANCE GOD'S KINGDOM. AND AS YOU DO THAT, GOD WILL SUPERNATURALLY TAKE CARE OF YOUR KINGDOM. NOW, THERE'S MORE TO PROSPERITY THAN GIVING. BUT I'M TELLING YOU, GIVING IS ONE OF THE MOST IMPORTANT PARTS OF PROSPERITY BECAUSE IT KEEPS YOUR HEART PURE. IT KEEPS YOU FROM LOVING THIS MONEY. YOU KNOW, IF YOU TAKE YOUR MONEY AND IF YOU, if you ARE GENEROUS AND IF YOU TAKE THE VERY FIRST FRUITS THAT COME TO YOU AND you, INSTEAD OF GOING OUT AND YOU KNOW, IF YOU GET A BONUS AT WORK, INSTEAD OF YOU GOING OUT AND JUST IMMEDIATELY DOING SOMETHING FOR YOURSELF, GO DO SOMETHING FOR SOMEBODY ELSE WITH A PORTION OF IT, AND THEN USE SOME OF IT FOR YOURSELF. THERE'S NOTHING WRONG WITH YOU TAKING ADVANTAGE OF THE BLESSINGS THAT GOD GIVES YOU. BUT I'M SAYING, IF YOU USE GIVING, AND EVERY TIME YOU GET A BONUS, EVERY TIME YOU GET A RAISE, EVERY TIME ANYTHING COMES YOUR WAY, YOU USE THAT FIRST AND FOREMOST TO BLESS OTHER PEOPLE. IT KEEPS YOUR HEART OUT OF THIS LOVE OF MONEY BECAUSE YOU ARE TAKING THIS AND YOU ARE GIVING IT TO OTHER PEOPLE. IT HAS NO IMMEDIATE, DIRECT BENEFIT TO YOU. IT'S ONLY IN A SPIRITUAL SENSE. ONLY BECAUSE YOU'RE OPERATING IN FAITH DOES IT HAVE ANY BENEFIT TO YOU. AND THEN YOU CAN BE LIKE JESUS TALKED ABOUT. IT'S MORE BLESSED TO GIVE THAN IT IS TO RECEIVE. YOU KNOW, I JUST RECENTLY WAS, was PRAYING ABOUT SOME THINGS. THIS HAS ONLY BEEN A COUPLE OF WEEKS AGO. AND um, I WAS PRAYING AND SAYING, GOD, I WANT TO GIVE MORE. AND HONESTLY, I'M JUST ABOUT TAPPED OUT. WE HAVE SO MANY NEEDS 
here. And I was saying, but God, I know that there is a way to give. There's something I can do. And we recently had somebody give us a Cadillac, a nice Cadillac. And uh, I was praying and saying, God, I just want to give more. What can I do? And the Lord spoke to me and says, give that Cadillac away. And so, you know what? I really prayed about it. I felt like that was God, and I just waited. And I'm not going to give you the details of it, but there was a need that came up. Somebody I've never met, uh, a situation that doesn't benefit me in the least, but God just told me to give this Cadillac to that person. And I tell you, I've already heard reports of how that this was just God showing them how much He loved them. They were in a real critical situation. They'd lost someone that they loved. It was a hard situation, and I was able to bless them. And I tell you, it's, I, I would rather do that than have somebody give me a Cadillac. Now, I'm not saying that I won't receive it, because in order for me to be a giver, I've got to learn how to receive. So yes, I receive. Uh, YOU WANT TO GIVE ME A CADILLAC? I'LL RECEIVE IT, AMEN. BUT I'M SAYING THAT IT IS MORE BLESSED TO GIVE THAN IT IS TO RECEIVE. AND WHEN YOU START GIVING LIKE THAT, AND WHEN YOU JUST ARE CONSTANTLY PRAYING ABOUT, GOD, HOW CAN I INCREASE MY GIVING? HOW CAN I BE A GREATER BLESSING TO OTHER PEOPLE? AND IF YOUR HEART IS PURE, AND IF YOU'RE DOING THAT OUT OF A RIGHT MOTIVE, IT WILL KEEP YOU FROM FALLING INTO THIS SNARE AND THE TEMPTATION THAT THE LOVE OF MONEY CAUSES. GIVING IS ONE OF THE WAYS THAT YOU HUMBLE YOURSELF. It's, DID YOU KNOW IF THERE WASN'T A GOD WHO PROMISED THAT WHEN YOU GIVE, IT'S GOING TO BE GIVEN BACK UNTO YOU? WELL, THEN IT WOULD BE ABSOLUTELY CRAZY TO TAKE A PORTION OF WHAT YOU'VE GOT AND JUST GIVE IT TO OTHER PEOPLE THAT THERE'S NO BENEFIT TO YOU. YOU AREN'T GOING TO REAP. LIKE IF YOU GO OUT AND GIVE TO SOMEBODY WHO'S REALLY POOR, THEY CAN'T GIVE BACK TO YOU. IT'S ONE THING WHEN YOU GIVE TO SOMEBODY AND IN A SENSE YOU'RE BUYING THEIR ALLEGIANCE, YOU'RE BUYING THEIR FAVOR. THAT'S NOT WHAT I'M TALKING ABOUT. I'M TALKING ABOUT WHEN YOU GIVE OUT OF A PURE HEART AND YOU, YOU GIVE LIKE INTO THE GOSPEL SO THAT PEOPLE ON THE OTHER SIDE OF THE WORLD CAN HEAR THESE TRUTHS AND BE SET FREE. WHEN YOU GIVE LIKE THAT, IT IS A WAY OF HUMBLING YOURSELF AND SAYING, GOD, THERE IS NO IMMEDIATE PHYSICAL BENEFIT TO ME IN THIS LIFE, BUT I RECOGNIZE YOU AS MY SOURCE. I'M GIVING BECAUSE THIS IS WHAT I BELIEVE YOUR HEART IS. GOD SO LOVED THE WORLD THAT HE GAVE HIS ONLY BEGOTTEN SON. THIS IS THE HEART OF GOD. AND AS YOU DRAW NIGH TO GOD, GOD WILL JUST RELEASE THIS GIVING HEART THROUGH YOU OF WANTING TO BE A BLESSING. AND WHEN YOU START GIVING WITH THAT ATTITUDE, IT KILLS THIS SELFISHNESS ON THE INSIDE OF YOU. YOU ARE BEING GENEROUS, AND INSTEAD OF HOARDING, YOU'RE GIVING AWAY. YOU'RE GIVING TO OTHER PEOPLE. YOU KNOW, I'VE TOLD OUR uh, STUDENTS MANY TIMES THAT IF WHAT YOU HAVE IN YOUR HAND ISN'T ENOUGH FOR YOUR NEED, WELL, THEN TURN IT INTO A SEED AND PLANT IT. WHAT I'M SAYING IS, IF WHAT YOU HAVE, IF YOU DON'T HAVE ENOUGH TO SUPPLY YOUR NEEDS, THEN TAKE THAT AND SOW IT AS A SEED. AND AS IT GROWS AND MULTIPLIES, IT'LL NOT ONLY COME BACK AND SUPPLY YOUR NEED, BUT IT WILL GIVE YOU MORE SEED SO THAT YOU CAN SOW AND YOU JUST KEEP THIS uh, DIVINE FLOW GOING. I'VE OFTEN TOLD OUR STUDENTS, I SAID, IF YOU DON'T HAVE ENOUGH TO PAY YOUR TUITION, WELL, THEN GO AND MAKE UP THE DIFFERENCE FOR SOMEBODY ELSE'S TUITION. IF YOU NEED A CAR, WELL, GO BUY A CAR FOR SOMEBODY ELSE. <laughs> AND I KNOW THAT THIS IS JUST TOTALLY OPPOSITE THE WAY THE WORLD THINKS. THERE'S a WISDOM TO USE IN THIS. I'M NOT SAYING THAT YOU GIVE AWAY EVERYTHING THAT YOU'VE GOT. I ACTUALLY HAD ONE MAN WHO WORKED WITH ME WHO WAS SUCH A GIVER THAT HE GAVE AWAY AND HIS FAMILY SUFFERED AS A RESULT. AND I MEAN, HE GAVE AND GOD WOULD GIVE BACK TO HIM AND HE WOULD JUST INSTANTLY GIVE IT AWAY. 
I WENT AND BOUGHT A CAR FOR THIS MAN, AND THIS MAN WAS INSTANTLY GOING TO TAKE THIS CAR AND JUST GIVE IT AWAY TO SOMEBODY ELSE, AND YET HIS FAMILY NEEDED IT. AND SO I ACTUALLY TOLD HIM, I SAID, NOW, I'M SAYING IN THE NAME OF THE LORD, THIS CAR IS FOR YOU, AND IT'S NOT FOR YOU TO GIVE AWAY TO SOMEBODY ELSE. YOUR FAMILY, YOUR WIFE AND KIDS NEED THIS, AND I MADE HIM PROMISE ME THAT HE WOULD KEEP THE CAR. SO THERE ARE VERY FEW PEOPLE LIKE THAT THAT JUST GIVE AWAY SO MUCH THAT THEY WON'T EVEN ALLOW GOD'S PROSPERITY COME BACK TO THEM. BUT NO, YOU KNOW, IT SAYS IN 2 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 9 AND VERSE 10 THAT GOD GIVES SEED TO THE SOWER. LET ME TURN OVER AND READ THIS VERSE TO YOU. I MIGHT NOT QUOTE IT EXACTLY RIGHT. IT SAYS, NOW HE THAT MINISTERS SEED TO THE SOWER, BOTH MINISTER BREAD FOR YOUR FOOD AND MULTIPLY YOUR SEED SOWN AND INCREASE THE FRUITS OF YOUR RIGHTEOUSNESS. SO THIS IS TALKING ABOUT GOD GIVES SEED TO THE SOWER. THIS IS TALKING ABOUT HE GIVES MONEY TO PEOPLE WHO WILL SOW IT, BUT HE ALSO GIVES BREAD FOR THEIR FOOD. GOD IS NEVER GOING TO GIVE YOU ONLY SEED TO SOW. HE WILL ALWAYS GIVE YOU SOMETHING TO KEEP FOR YOURSELF, BREAD TO EAT AT THE SAME TIME. IT'S REALLY AS SIMPLE AS THIS. IF YOU GET THIS ATTITUDE OF A STEWARD, AND IT'S NOT, GOD, THIS ISN'T MINE, AND SO I'M GOING TO DO WHATEVER I WANT, BUT IF YOU SAY, GOD, THIS IS ALL YOURS, WHAT DO YOU WANT ME TO DO? IS THIS SEED TO SOW, OR IS IT BREAD TO EAT? GOD, DID YOU GIVE THIS TO ME TO BE A BLESSING TO ME AND TO MY FAMILY? DO YOU WANT ME TO USE THIS ON SOME OF MY PHYSICAL NEEDS, OR IS THIS SOMETHING THAT YOU WANT ME TO SOW? THAT REALLY IS JUST HOW SIMPLE IT IS. IS IT SEED TO SOW, OR IS IT BREAD TO EAT? YOU DON'T SOW BREAD, IT'LL ROT, AND IT WILL NEVER PRODUCE A CROP, AND YOU DON'T EAT SEED. YOU SOW SEED, AND YOU EAT BREAD. GOD, IS THIS GIVEN TO ME TO CONSUME? IS THIS SOMETHING THAT YOU WANT ME TO HAVE, OR IS THIS SOMETHING YOU WANT ME TO GIVE? AND AGAIN, IF YOU DEVELOP THIS ATTITUDE OF A STEWARD AND SAY, GOD, IT'S ALL YOURS, NOT JUST THIS LITTLE PORTION OVER HERE, NOT IF I HAVE SOMETHING LEFT OVER, BUT IT'S ALL YOURS. WHAT DO YOU WANT ME TO DO WITH THIS? THEN IT'S JUST SIMPLE AS, GOD, DO YOU WANT ME TO SOW THIS? DO YOU WANT ME TO BE A BLESSING TO SOMEONE ELSE? OR DO YOU WANT ME TO KEEP THIS? IS THIS MEANT TO BE A BLESSING FROM YOU TOWARDS MYSELF? YOU JUST HAVE TO DISCERN THAT, AND THE HOLY SPIRIT WILL SHOW YOU. I'M TELLING YOU, THIS IS A GREAT WAY TO LIVE. AND I'VE NOW BEEN SEEKING THE LORD WITH MY WHOLE HEART FOR 51 YEARS. I'VE ACTUALLY BEEN BORN AGAIN FOR 61 YEARS. BUT I'VE BEEN, OR ACTUALLY 62 YEARS, BUT I'VE BEEN SEEKING THE LORD FOR 51 YEARS WITH MY WHOLE HEART, AND I HAVE BEEN GIVEN, GIVING AND SOWING, AND YOU KNOW WHAT? IT IS JUST COMING BACK UNTO ME. WE HAVE TO HAVE OVER $5 MILLION A MONTH TO PAY OUR BILLS, AND WE OFFER EVERYTHING WE SAY FOR A DONATION OF. IF WE PUT TOGETHER AN ENTIRE PACKAGE THAT'S WORTH $100 OR SOMETHING, WE WILL PUT A MINIMUM AMOUNT ON IT, BUT BASICALLY I GIVE EVERYTHING AWAY FOR AN OFFERING OF ANY AMOUNT. AND THERE'S uh, OVER 50% OF THE PEOPLE DON'T SEND A THING, AND WE SEND IT TO THEM ANYWAY. HOW DO I DO THAT? BECAUSE I HAVE SOWN SEED FOR 51 YEARS, AND I HAVE AN ABUNDANT CROP COMING. IT'S WORKING FOR ME. IT WILL WORK FOR YOU. YOU NEED TO DEVELOP THIS ATTITUDE OF BEING A STEWARD INSTEAD OF AN OWNER. AND I TELL YOU, IT'LL CHANGE YOUR LIFE. SO I'VE GOT THIS BOOK ON FINANCIAL STEWARDSHIP. LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER AS HE GIVES YOU INFORMATION ABOUT THIS. I'VE ALSO GOT CD'S AND DVD'S THAT WERE TAKEN FROM A LIVE MEETING. I'VE GOT STUDY GUIDE IN ENGLISH AND IN SPANISH. AND THEN WE HAVE THIS DVD THAT IS THE TESTIMONY OF SOME OF MY FRIENDS THAT HAVE GOTTEN HOLD OF THESE TRUTHS 
and they have prospered. We've got one testimony on here of the Pudlows that is just awesome. I may play that for you during one of our programs. It would be a real blessing to you. Listen to our announcer and please call or write today. Andrew's complete teaching titled Financial Stewardship is available in either a CD or DVD album or as a book or companion study guide. Also available is the Financial Breakthroughs DVD, which includes six true stories of people that experience the freedom of turning their finances over to God. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount. Or you can get the Financial Stewardship Package. This package includes the book, study guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album, as well as the Financial Breakthroughs DVD. This package has a catalog value of $115, but you can get it today for only $80. Also, Andrew would like to make available his redesigned Living Commentary Bible software. Download your copy of Andrew's Living Commentary and start studying through the Bible with Andrew today. The Living Commentary is available for both Mac and PC for a gift of only $120 exclusively as a download at awmi.net. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. This is the last day we'll be offering this teaching, so be sure to respond today. You can order resources or become a Grace Partner through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. Before you were even formed in your mother's womb, God already had determined a purpose for your life, a God-given purpose. God has a purpose to train you in what you're called to do, and I tell you, Karis Bible College is the place for that. Man, if you want a life change, come to Karis. Come on to Karis! The next two to three years could be the most powerful time of your life. If you sit under the Word for four hours a day, for five days a week, for two or three years, I guarantee you, you are going to have God speak to you and start revealing purpose to you. Every one of you are created for a purpose. Do you know what that purpose is? Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I want to invite you to join me on September the 19th through the 21st in Woodbridge, Virginia. I'm going to be at the Hilton Memorial Chapel. We've been there many times and just always have great meetings. And this year, I'm going to have Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons with me. I promise you, these are some of the up-and-coming ministers in the body of Christ today. It's going to be a great time. Of course, we'll have Jamie with me. 
and we'll have Charlie and Jill LeBlanc doing praise and worship. It's just going to be a great time of ministry, of praise, uh, prayer for people. Remember, it's September the 19th through the 21st, Hilton Memorial Chapel in Woodbridge, Virginia. Thanks to the support of our friends and partners, Karis Bible College is able to reach more people with the gospel than ever before through the continued expansion of our campus in Woodland Park, Colorado. Check out our latest construction update at awmi.net.